Blog Talk Radio. Live for the 16th visit from the often forgotten yet quite trendy west side of Janesville, Wisconsin, in the cozy and innovative Jeff's Coffee Bar at the corner of Mineral Point and Crosby Avenues, it's Daddy's Lunch Bucket, our 50th show. Can you believe we made it to 50? Be afraid. No. 50 shows for free. You would think. <laughs> for effing free. You would think after 50 shows, like, get the You could find the intro. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, well, work a blue collar. You come to work to do the show. Thank you, Mr. Ken Curtis, for the intro music. We're no. live, Bobby. No, it's my, thank you, Donald, as always, 50 shows. Uh, so that means we started about a year ago. We do one a week, or maybe two. We started 11, 12, 13. Wow. Mr. Mr. Tech uh, uh, archive guy, co-host, partner in crime, Donald. Donald, are we allowed to say your last name, or you just want to be Donald? Oh, I don't care. I'll just call you Donald. Uh, Donald, the tech guy, <laughs> co-host. Someone gonna I, steal my identity? I know. Good luck. I know who the <laughs> hell you are. Um, well, I, I worry about you being associated with the day because <laughs> I, uh, I tend to get in some nefarious problems sometimes, um, and in my other couple lives. So now the daddyo is uh, now the daddyo screwed off, and he doesn't have his show plan up. We have like a half a show plan for our fiftieth show because we've done this fifty times. We were settled in like a, a half I know. hour ago. <laughs> well, we got started late because we both had to work blue collar, and we both uh, both our jobs uh, uh, held us a little longer. And that's what happens in blue collar. In case uh, uh, the good listeners, I'm sure we have a lot of high culture people that listen to this show that they they wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, welcome to Daddy's Lunch Bucket. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Daniel's Lunch Bucket, the Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic, the international house of Lunch Bucket Radio. And it's all brought to you by Hey You Big F and Jerk Productions. I'm Bob Keith, a.k.a. Daddio, or if you prefer, Daddio, a.k.a. Bob Keith. And uh, we're heard on Tuesdays, normally from 3 to 5. Today it's 3.30 to 5.30 because we pushed it back. We, uh, we are the webmasters and uh, we control the motherboard. And uh, we have the state-of-the-art um, Janesville Community Radio radio van. It's like the CNN van with the big satellite. You know that satellite dish from the 70s? Yeah. It's on the roof. Like the... Yeah. Yuri, Ra- <laughs> Yuri Rashkin went under, the, uh, went under the railroad bridge down by the Rock River the other day and tore that sucker right off. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's like a little... Direct TV dish up there, so anyway. <laughs> and the front windshield's all crashed. And Beanie the Piddling Kitty is not allowed to stay in my house, but we keep her in the Janesville Community Radio mobile state-of-the-art van. Please don't break the windows out. Uh, the air conditioner works just fine for Beanie the Piddling Kitty. Besides, it's, uh, it's a little cooler right now anyway. Um, it, the, weather, the weather has changed, Donald. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Have you noticed a lot of people uh, with a little... Influenza change of weather? Yes. I'm well, not. 
Hence why I had to go in last night. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> See, I haven't been plagued by knocking on wood right now. Jeff actually has real wood tables here. Um, we're at we're live at Jeff's Coffee Bar, by the way, on the on the trendy, often forgot trendy yet or often forgotten yet trendy west side of Janesville, Wisconsin. Jeff's Coffee Bar, across from Franklin Middle School, at the corner of Crosby and Mineral Point Avenues, just down from the fire station. And you can get some great chow. And we're supposed to we're supposed to do our, our due diligence. It's incumbent upon us. We both had that. We rarely get the same thing, Donald and I, but. We had uh, we rarely stray from our normal yeah normally sandwiches. yeah we're just two old guys that just always get the same sandwich I usually get the roast the marvelous roast beef sandwich and Donald gets the slugger what's it the Janesville slugger Janesville slugger Janesville slugger well today we both got the uh, what was it what's he calling the bacon breakfast burrito yeah, the large one my God it holy was smokes good. yeah yeah um yeah if I went to like what do they call that speed dating. <laughs> you ever see the speed dating? Yeah. And so, like, there's these beautiful chicks and a goth chick and an emo chick and a and a high culture chick and a bartender chick, and then up comes Jeff's um, burrito burrito thing, and I'm like, okay, taking that let's home go. with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keeper. All right, Jeff, you make your own salsa. I don't know if he can hear me. He ran off into the I, kitchen. I think he does, and yeah. that's good stuff. Yeah, good. Man. Well, yeah, oh, you sh- Lord. Yeah, attention to detail, little nuance. Yes, the the salsa is good too. Um, thank you, Donald, for uh, picking up the nuances. Um, but uh, Bing, where are we at? We uh, we're normally uh, heard Tuesdays. Uh, Daddy was lunch bucket radio clinic. Heard Tuesdays three to five. Today we started a little late because of uh, our other work. Um, our real job. <laughs> yeah, we did the storytelling thing a week or so ago. It seemed to work out. You can go on Daddy was lunch bucket. Um, dot com. Daddy was lunch bucket. Dot com. And you can get all 50 podcasts and then some. And we hosted, as did the Open Mic podcast guys, we hosted the uh, the storytelling uh, club uh, at, right here at Jeff's a week ago. And they uh, that we pulled it off. And uh, um, people people always come to the door, Donald, and they see us. And, and then they, they, and they, they pause a, minute, they pause a second. Like, what is there like a wedding or something going? On? Is there a bar mitzvah <laughs> or something going on in here? What, what's going on? No, it's just a live radio show. You, we're not. We're trying not to be in anybody's way. That's why we sit in the back, way in the back. Um, plus, yeah. plus nobody needs to see this. Well, that's why we're on radio. And they, and then they're gonna sooner or later they're gonna we're all gonna have to have to have the pod the pod cams, you know. That'll, yeah. be a, that'll be a catastrophe. Then uh, that's when our career ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What little what little careers we have. Uh, Jeff's Coffee Bar has been kind enough to let us do shows from his place. What are, what, are, what are we up to? Sixteen shows here. Sixteen. 16 almost yeah. twenty. We've done almost as many shows here as we did at the Mother Studio. Wait. wait uh, hey, that's a great segue. And then there, there there it is on my show plan as I scroll down on the computer. Um, new frangled stuff. <laughs> So anyway, uh, we are. I, I think we. It always sounds better. That's what they always say. I've been on the radio before and with another talk show host, and he's always like, "Don't talk at the break. Don't talk at the break because you'll talk about funny stuff, and then you can't be re- repeat it." We're talking about a former coworker of mine that uh, used to talk like that, and uh, he'd be in the break room and he'd tell him to get out of the break room, and he goes, "Wait a minute, huh? I mean, I gotta eat." Come on down to Jeff's. Come on, gotta eat. Come on down to Jeff's. The man gotta eat. <laughs> Jeff's coffee bar. In deference to our old coworker, 
uh, who's no longer uh, working with us, or me anyway, jeffscoffeebar.com, jeffscoffeebar.com. And um, you can call Jeff. Um, I don't have the number in front of me. I should get his, uh, I've got like five of his business cards. Anyway, you can call Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't do everything for you. Call Jeff's Coffee Bar, and uh, he and call ahead, and he'll have the food ready for you uh, when you get here. I actually saw him. Also, some seniors came in here, and I saw Jeff carry their food out to the car for them. So Jeff is a real accommodating guy. Six to six, Monday through Friday, really ambitious hours. Ten to six, Saturday and Sunday, seven days a week open. Great food, very professional. Uh, Jeff has been a restaurateur uh, for years and uh, he knows uh, he knows his way around he knows his way around a roast beef sandwich and a cupcake I want to tell you and uh, telephone number here is 608-352-7388 I'm assuming if you email, I don't know, we'll have to ask him we better not assume huh if you email him he'll prep your food as well <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know, know. I don't know how email, oh like uh, on uh, Facebook or whatever yeah. he does have a Facebook page he does and uh, I don't know if he uh, I'll have to ask him if Facebook. anybody's ever done that. backslash just coffee bar yeah I don't know if anybody's ever uh, you know hit him up on uh, for service on the on, you know people get up and get out it's a beautiful day okay you know and come on down and, and he serves ice cream ice cream and that's a big bowl for a dollar yeah. good lord and so that's why we like it here. I think and I'm in a good song. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very pleasant, and it's very airy, and it's very well lit. And the daddy can see because daddy 75% blind. I hate to keep harping on that, but I have to keep reminding people. That's the problem a friend of mine said, a friend of mine who had uh, kidney disease, and he was always up. He was always in a bad way now and then, and he said, he said it doesn't always pay to get better because... Uh, when you get better, then people just assume there's nothing wrong with you. And, uh, yeah, that's true. So I have to keep reminding people, and I can't <laughs> see. So anyway, that's why we come here, because the base, our, even though it's a state-of-the-art lower-level studio, I'm doing a segue here, Donald, uh, even though it's a <laughs> state-of-the-art um, lower-level studio at my office, JVL, our mother studio, it's very dark down there, and a typical radio. Uh, uh, I don't, you know, I've been in a lot of radio studios, and you'd think they would just be well lit, lit like... Mercury, right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know what it is because I've been in TV studios because my wife used to be a TV producer. You've seen a connection here, ladies and gentlemen. And she used to produce a, a bunch of stuff like we do, just odds and ends. And uh, she, uh, um, the the lights in the re- lights in the television studio are absolutely blinding. Yeah. Right? Well. Got to be able to see people, right? I guess. You don't have to see anybody in the radio. <laughs> you know, you, like, probably, you yeah. probably don't want to either. It's like the, thing, the radio studios are always like the, 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 the spook house at the fair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm expecting like a, a big cloth spider to come out. And, yeah. I'm like, geez. Somebody turn a damn light on. Anyway, if you want to call the lunch bucket, tell Daddy he's been uh, putts for fifty times, fifty shows. Three two three five eight zero five seven six nine. You can listen to the show on the podcast, uh, uh, Daddy's Lunch dot com, and you can listen in, and you can call too, and nobody will be there. <laughs> Just the blog talk lady telling you there's there's nobody there. Please there, wait. Try try the show next time. Uh, three two three five eight zero five seven six nine, and uh, that's the show call in, and uh, 
You can call us. No, and I was supposed to segue into our mother studio. We, we, we've been scolded and told that we need to talk about the mother studio more because we never use them much anymore. And I produce a show there on Thursday nights called Christ in the City with Ray Jewell. So I have to be down there. But um, And I try to turn all the damn lights on. Oh, that's probably not a good thing to say when you're talking about Christ in the City, right? Whatever. <laughs> Hey, this is the lunch bucket. I show. guess if you're scared of the lightning beaming down into your brain, <laughs> they won't get me sure. in the basement, will he? <laughs> I don't know. Probably cave in the old building on top of my head. <laughs> um, He's busy shopping. He's in the city. I guess. <laughs> at the mall? Oh, dear. <laughs> We're <gonna laughs> solving the little problems yeah. of the world. You're going to be, the St. Pete's going to be waiting for me at the gate, and he's going to be tapping his foot, and he's going to be like, with his finger going, uh, yeah, you uh, over here. For a second. So, 321 East Milwaukee Street in historic downtown Janesville, Wisconsin. That's the home of our mother studio at my office, JVL. Myoffice-JVL.com. You can rent a trendy office in a historic building, a renovated old Civil War era building with a great Wisconsin limestone right in downtown Janesville, just down from Fire Station Number 1 on the hill on East Milwaukee Street. You can call my office, JVL, at 608. 608- Five six three zero one 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 six zero eight five six three zero one one one, and um, they tell us they're moving the studio up to a, a room that has uh, windows, so maybe they'll lure the daddy-o back once in a while. But until then, we're camped at Jeff's. What's going on here, Donald? Speaking uh, of Jeff's, yeah, go. If you want some awesome food porn, go to go to Jeff's Facebook page, man. Oh my lord! Not only not only good. does he cook well, does he good? Is he good, does he take good food pictures? I, oh I yeah! Thought. I thought, oh, it always, really good. I know. I every every time I see him on Facebook, I see the I see the pictures. I but I'm glad you pointed that out because you pointed out what I kind of thought about but never said. And uh, yeah, he's not only that. He, I bet he's got a little photography under his belt too. We we'll have to uh, we we'll have to pick his brain. Jeff's a fascinating guy. You should come down and ask him about his exploits. Uh, uh, he's very worldly. That's why he knows so much about food. He's Jeff has worked all over the world, and uh, so uh, he's been uh, he's been party party to some uh, food in parts of the world uh, where he got some great great ideas. So come on down and pick his brain while he's making your great sandwich. So uh, how much time have we killed? Oh, we killed 15 minutes. See, the, here's the way I figure, Donald. Anytime we pass the 15 minute mark. We can shut this puppy down and call her 50, right? <laughs> I guess, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we spent, we spent a lot of time setting up and everything so because uh, we're, we're remote. And uh, we do have the, uh, we do have the uh, Janesville Community Radio uh, state-of-the-art uh, communication van outside, and so we went ahead and you know, took that. I wouldn't take that down a little later down to QT's bar, park it right out front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of QT's bar, it's going to be sitting. Um, we do, and this is where daddy always stumbles over his explanation. For some reason, this is always hard to explain. Um, and, and just one thing here, Donald. Um, you know, I got to thinking when I was doing my test. We don't want to get some feedback here, so I'm going to, I don't know how that's going to sound now, the first 15 minutes, but I just turned down a, I just turned on a microphone on the secondary computer here. Um, I don't know if it's picking me up or not. What, it, what, it, what I've noticed it does, it'll pick Jeff up. When yeah. Talking about oh, yeah, questions. absolutely. Yeah. 
But that's what it's called live radio. He's got a voice that carries like yes, crazy. Yes, he does. He? That's why he's a good entrepreneur or restaurateur. You've got to be able to talk um, if you... Um, you know, I don't know how much you like Anthony Bourdain, who does a lot of... Uh, he does an awful lot of uh, food shows. He was on Travel Channel and CNN and a couple other channels. I think he's on CNN now for good, for now. But they, they you know, they've been... Uh, he's been uh, well sought out uh, food guy. You ever heard Bourdain? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, we yeah. talked about it in one of our first shows because he got me going on Morocco. We're talking about Morocco and the, subcul- or the counterculture in Morocco, yeah. and uh, which still exists, I guess. Um, that's where we come up with Sardinia, the sardonic laugh yeah. from uh, one of the poets that uh, lived there. Um was a sardonic writer. Anyway, uh, this is the uh, m- music for the show. The music uh, for the show number segment. Music for the show number segment. Uh, in every show, we talk about a song or a couple songs that have the number of the show in the title. So we have like a little Hall of Fame. Uh, 16 tons for the 16th show, Tennessee Ernie Ford. That's a 1955 version. Um, and the chorus is another day older and deeper in debt. Oh, my soul to the company store. And then, of course, Rainy Day Woman, number 12 and 35, that covered two shows with Bob Dylan. That's a 1966 song. And, of course, the chorus everybody would recognize, everybody and their brother and mother and little and little uh, cousins. Everybody must get so. Everybody must get so. i got to be in a certain kind of mindset and mood to do, to do Bob. Sometimes I can do Bob Dylan. Sometimes I can do Bob Dylan. And sometimes I can't. So, um, I don't know. And there's no, and it's just, it's kind of unpredictable. So, uh, we are at show 50. What would I write? What did I write exactly here? How clumsy is this? My own writing. I always try to find a song with our chronological show number in its title. Yeah, that's hard to memorize. Jeff is back there. Jeff's back there killing a goat. He's killing something. (laughs) He's back there killing a goat. Anyway. I always try to find a song with our chronological show number. I won't die. I bring, I bring my crew along for the ride, kicking and screaming. Well, today that would be Donald and uh, Beanie the Piddling Kitty out in the, in the state-of-the-art radio van. James the Community Radio Van could probably give two craps. Uh, as she pi- She's pi- probably piddling on, craps right now. Piddling on Rashkin's um, brand-new uh, radio <laughs> soundboard out there. Hey, he knocked the top off the van with the under the bridge. Um, not me. <laughs> so anyway, um, apparently they don't have bridges in Russia. What? I must be really high or something. Oh, they don't have oh. them at all. No, you just have intersections. So yeah. you know, That's you drove the mean. van under the railroad bridge and, and ripped, ripped the, the, the <laughs> ripped the top right off. Yeah. Huh? Ripped the the nineteen seventies. Um, ripped the nineteen seventies. Um, Satellite dish right off the top of the van. Um, today's number 50, show 50, honor of our 50th show. Uh, I found some great, you know, I didn't look up any of the, I didn't look up any of the uh, um, lyrics, although I know some of the songs. You know, you kind of get a few of the lyrics in your head. You know, that old story. And uh, there's whole websites dedicated to wrong lyrics or, you know, remembering the songs wrong. Uh, I always thought that song from the 70s called 
I believe in miracles. You sexy thing. Remember that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I always thought that was, I believe in mail call. (laughs) (laughs) You sexy. Mail call. I believe in mail. See, that's the big army thing, mail call. Uh, I don't know (laughs) if they do mail call or that anymore, but that was when I was in the army, and that song would be playing, and they'd go, they go mail call, and we go down. The song will be playing. I, I believe in mail call. Um, you sexy uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Songs with the number fifty in the title. Buckethead. You heard of Buckethead, Donald? I have not. Um, Buckethead is. Um, I see this one. I can only carry fifty chickens at a time. You know that's got to go. That's got to go in the Hall of Fame. You no, know, kidding. I think we'll look up the lyrics to that next time. And uh, and then, um, oh, and you know what I should be doing before we go too much farther. I'm supposed to be because uh, somebody what somebody stole your head your headset or got you so they got you so uh, oh, no, backwards. I left, I left it at work. Somebody called in sick and everything, and then you had to do ten jobs. And let me. Um, I'm going to uh click on the show and see if it's actually um see if it's actually on. And the thing is I can't remember which headphone I'm supposed to be using. Here we go. So anyway, uh I can see. only carry fifty chickens at a time. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so I can only carry we'll get the lyrics for that. Uh, by the way, we can't do everything for you. Two three two three five eight zero five seven six nine. You're all wired up. You probably got four cell phones. You probably got a you probably got a tablet. You probably got a laptop computer. Um you're probably sitting in front of your mom's um since you live with your mom. You're probably sitting in front of your mom's uh big screen T V. It's got internet on it. So uh good listeners, uh you need to do some of the work here. We can't uh, we can't carry all the uh we can't carry all the water for you. Uh, look up, I can only carry 50 chickens at a time, good listeners. And you, you look up the lyrics. By a group called Buckethead. 50 things. But, and I love the name. The name's the Dead Milkman. You ever heard of the Dead Milkman? No. I have heard, I've actually heard of the Dead Milkman. I don't know if that song has lyrics. Oh, maybe it's an instrumental. Maybe. There's, there's guitar tabs out there. I don't know for sure. All right. Oh, you know what, Donald? I can hear I can hear a faint little Donald in my ear. Oh, do I need to be? No, no, no! Up? Don't, don't, don't touch it! No, I'd be, I'm listening to the show on another computer. Okay, <laughs> that means we're on the air, Donald. That's good. Yep. So I'm gonna put my headphone back on here. Got like four headphones. Here's this is like a state of the art studio here. One of these days we're just <laughs> gonna drive the. One of these days we're gonna drive the state of the art. Uh, we should like renovate Jeff's front so we can just have an overhead door. And we could just drive the van right in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so get that your get Rashkin to uh we'll just do a we'll do a we'll do a uh um a requisition order and just Rashkin just signs stuff he doesn't read. That's it. right. <laughs> just like for like new van, whatever. Yeah, a new new overhead door for Jeff's copy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> overhead door. He doesn't know what an overhead door is probably. So he's like you know so like, he's like Yeah, okay, I'll see the uh, 121,000. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, Lord. Um, uh, let's see. Um, if I don't make fun of him, no one else will. Um, let me see. That's why we're going to get fired. He's a good-natured guy. <laughs> I want to do it now before it's too late. Um, 
before he starts listening. We're doing <laughs> we're doing numbers that are in songs. Uh, Fifty for our fiftieth show. Fifty things by the Dead Milkman. I can only carry fifty chickens at a time by Buckethead. Fifty miles of elbow room by Iris Dement. Um, I never Iris Dement sounds vaguely familiar. Fifty. This must be like a foreign thing going on. No, 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 no. All right. Hey, Je- Jeff is real worldly. G-O-U-E-J-A-R-E. Gura? Gura? 50 Gura? What's that, Jeff? Oh, 50 Golden Years. What language is that, Jeff? Gura? G-O-U-E-J-A-R-E. Is that Spanish? Gu- uh, Gura? So. No? Gura? Jeff speaks like eight I'm languages. Googling. G-O-U-E-J-A-R-E. It, it doesn't look Spanish. Yara is like German. Maybe it's Czechoslovakian or something. Uh, 50, 50 Golden Years by Lance James and the Rodeo Girls. I love these names. 50-50 by Mendoza. And, of course, everybody knows this song probably. And it's, so, it's such an earworm from the 70s. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. from Afrikaans? Afrikaans? What are you seeing yeah, there? That's the. That's the language. Pulling up as a language. Afrikaans yeah. from South Africa. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is the cultural section. Also, the cul- yeah, cultural no segment. Kidding. Also, ladies and gentlemen, good listeners, uh, we're going to drag you into high culture. We're going to drag all you blue collar people. Oh, you blue-collar listeners. That's what Google detected. Kicking, <laughs> ki- kicking, and screaming. We're dragging you into high culture, whether you like it or not. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Hey, hey, Jeff. Yeah. That salsa. You make that yourself? Yeah. Oh, he opens the jar himself. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, Jeff shouldn't get too high, mighty. He was, he was, he was pulling the wings off a bee earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 um, stingers. <laughs> anyway, um, yikes. Uh, Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover by Paul Simon. We're reading so, uh, songs with the number fifty in them. Born in the fifties by the Police. Now, well, that would be Sting, of course. Uh, speaking of Stingers, Sting. Um, Segway like crazy. Huh? Yeah. Wow. We're, just, we're uh, grasping at straws. I we, think. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Uh, fifty million Frenchmen can't be wrong. Uh, this is a cover song by Sophie Tucker. You've heard of Sophie Tucker. Sophie Tucker sounds very yeah. familiar, yeah. And I've also heard of the Stokes, 50-50 by the Stokes. Oh, and of course, Tragically Hip, 50 Mission Cap, 50 Mission Cap by um, Tragically Hip, and 50 Ways to Say Goodbye by the by Train. I've heard of Train. That's tra- Train is like a, a heavy metal band, I think. Um, there's people that know no, all this. No, Train's not a heavy metal no, band. No, they're not. No, Are they country western? Pop. Pop? There's people out there that know all this, and they're like, man, I'm what gonna a do it. I'm going to do a distasteful joke. Ready? Sure. Go ahead. I ran a train on your mother truck. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Saturday Night Live, everybody. Send your letters of, of protest to Saturday Night Live. The uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Trebek, Trebek. I love that skin. Yeah, I know. So it's addicting. It really is. Uh, 50 Ways to Say Goodbye by Train. Attack... Of the 50-foot um, woman. Fa- attack of the 50-foot woman by the two. I've actually heard that. It sounds familiar. 
Attack of the 54 movie. Woman. Yeah, I wonder if they has something to do with that. And uh, you can't forget Frank Zappa. Uh, Frank Zappa, who actually produced uh, Alice Cooper for a while, if you're into that weird genre. Frank Zappa was a really weird stuff, really eclectic music. He was a producer, though, and songwriter. We looked this up on another show. He has the hot dog places down in Arizona, or at least one. Uh, the the um, Alice Cooper, had the uh, the uh, he's from Arizona, and he has a hot dog place. But anyway, Frank Zappa, 50-50 by Frank Zappa. And uh, with that, I think the Daddy-O has, and your assignment, good listeners, is to go to YouTube and follow along uh, and, and link on wikipedia.org, list of songs with numbers in the title. You can't have a, a, any more fun on a, on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Since you're all in your mom's basement anyway, you can, you can uh, now they say I'm not supposed to insult the listeners. Um, no. Are you? Why not? What's wrong, um, with, what's wrong with living in your mom's basement? <laughs> Free rent. Uh, Who's brilliant yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the dummy? Um <laughs> Oh, and Bob, Bob just did his sound check. I'm looking at my little notes. Here. When we, I was, I'm so enamored with this one, with this one soundbite. And we have not got any letters from uh, Paramount Studio. Uh, Scotty calls Spock a green-blooded, pointy-eared freak. Uh, for all you Trekkies, uh, we may, we may play that when we come back. So there's the teaser. Paramount's not going to sue us. It's going to be Desi Lou. Desi Lou, because it's the old original. They're both dead, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Desi, uh, Desi Arnaz. Well, if they're not, if they're alive, yeah, they're my parents' generation. If they're alive, they're 100 years old. But Junior's probably still alive. And looking to sue that yeah, even. No kidding. <laughs> looking to looking to looking to squeeze the dish a couple pennies out of the the daddy dish uh, dish rag. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Scotty calls Spock a green-blooded, pointy-eared freak. Um, we might play that. We got a good we got a good sound. Uh, we got a good uh, sound on that, and um, captured that episode. Donald, with that, we we managed to uh, bung away. Is bung even a word? Bung? Yeah. Well, I think it means butt, but it doesn't. Bung, well, you say bunged <laughs> up. You, like if bung. you bang up the car, you, my dad used to say you bunged up beside the car. Oh. So it has several meanings, I'm afraid. Bung a hole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's all different. I don't know. Uh, See, now this is that part. This is that part of the show where Daddy will starts using words. Well, my people, my my Scotch Irish <laughs> people made up words. Okay, like uh, like scallywag and shenanigans and and weenie grief and words like that. And then uh, so I got a whole I got a whole uh, encyclopedia of words that are probably are uh, incorrect. And then they use the words. I mean, they weren't high culture people. They meant well. But they none of them had college degrees or anything, and they um, they would use these words, and uh, some of, half the time they'd use them wrong, and then you get enculturated as a little kid. <laughs> you go and say them in front of people. Oh, when like, I went, what the? Hell I still is I still had a couple when I was in college, and it, <laughs> one of my professors pulled me aside, and he says, "You you know, I think it was the, the word." was the word caveat or something. I was using it way wrong. It was like, I was using it in some, uh, you know, caveat is a warning. And uh, a, high, a high culture way of saying a warning, or liter- literary way of saying a warning. And I was using it as, uh, uh, like, I was, hey, I was uh, using it something else, like uh, in regards to, like, uh, repairing something or something. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get down and caveat that. And my, my teacher goes, I think you're using that wrong. Uh, I think you're trying to fix, and 
it means a warning. And I'm like, oops. But anyway, busted. Um, blame my family. Donald, we're at the half hour. We're at the quarter. By the way, the pack. did you see any of the Packer game? I did not. Uh, Daddy saw it, but he saw a lot of it um, after 10 beers. And so Daddy <laughs> missed a lot of the good. Daddy re- exciting. Huh? Daddy remembers the whole game in in pre in uh, uh, replays. <laughs> like, Whoa! I missed that one too, and I missed that one. And then, well, I'm watching the game in about three different bars because I'm passing the love around, and because uh, I did a show here, uh, the um, um, Hey You Big Jerk Productions, which Daddy was in charge of, does. Um, um, we did a show here. For uh, the quietest guy in the room, the show, the uh, James Community Radio Show, the quietest guy in the room, and um, so then I went down after that on Sunday to a couple of different bars, and uh, I looked at like two of the bars I was in. I looked down, all of a sudden I looked down. I'm watching the game, and I'm I'm looked down the bar, and everybody at the bar is looking at their phone. Yeah, and the, the game is just ra- raging, right? They're coming back, they're throwing touchdown passes, they're intercepting, there's fumbles, all that kind of stuff. And everybody's just on the phone, and I'm like, wow, nobody's. And then I got, you know, I brought my phone out and I was looking at it for some reason. My <laughs> wife was nagging me about something, and um, so then I got to looking at it, and then I missed like a, a fumble and a touchdown and everything. And I'm like, man, they, you know what? They ought to have a thing. Out of a bar, try a bar should try uh, just a novelty, and say you leave your cell phones at the door. You just sign them in, and we'll put them in a, like a lockbox. You know who would go to that bar? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Not a Even person. like free beer, and that they still wouldn't go. No. You know? You're right. have my phone. <laughs> I'm to have my phone. <laughs> Man's got a text. Yeah. <laughs> Man's got to look at porn. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Donald, can you get me some bumper music? And yes, for sure. We'll come back, and I don't even remember what. I, oh, we're gonna listen to Scotty call uh, Spock a pointy-eared freak, and we're gonna look up the meaning of bong. Bong, yeah. About time somebody did that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's some Ken Curtis to hold us over. Um. Anyway, uh, did you want to play another song? Or? Yeah, I'd like to do another song if you don't mind. Uh, this song is not at all. It's from my first CD called Ken Curtis Plus Tax. Uh, <laughs> uh, a song called A Common Labor Man. So the floor is yours, Ken. Ken. It kind of fits the theme of our show. Huh? Yep. This funny object here called a capo. Ah, did you know that's what that was called? I did called? not have a clue. We're just learning stuff right and left. Down on the river For the Louisiana Docks barge line Swinging a sledge Against them grain cars For an eight hour day And that overtime I'm a common Labor man With one foot on that Unemployment line The other holding down This job I wonder how long it's going to last this time. I'm a common labor man. 
I'm a common labor man Doing what I can Doing what I can My old man says I'm lucky Most of my friends are out of work Standing down on that corner With their hands in their pockets Or losing their shirt But this job lasts all winter And sometimes into the spring When the foreman says you're laid off You're out of work again I'm a common labor man I'm a common labor man Doing what I can Doing what I can Sometimes I think of leaving And I pack up my clothes Some say there's steady work in Texas But I never go I know this job is dying And still I remain Waiting here all summer Until fall rolls around again I'm a common labor man I'm a common labor man Doing what I can Doing what I can I'm a common labor man I'm a common labor man I'm doing what I can Doing what I can Ken Curtis, everybody. Thank you, Ken. Thanks, gentlemen. And we're back. Okay, so we're back with uh, Daddy-O's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic's 50th show on Janesville Community Radio. Um, I had a thing um, where I talked about uh, how to get, uh, if you want to get involved in Janesville Community Radio, we could do like an advertisement. Um, I was going to be a, there's going to be like a 30, see I should have been doing this while we were on break. There's going to be like a 30 second delay here. 30 seconds, huh? No, not and 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just reached to grab a information about Janesville Community Radio. You get used to hearing yourself in your own ear and then it, know, it's right? weird when you don't, you know, at first <laughs> when you start doing radio and TV or whatever and then you're like, that is just creepy, 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 I can hear myself in my ear. And then when it's not in your ear, you're like, something's wrong. So uh, I even shut the show down one time because I couldn't hear myself in my ear, and there's nothing wrong at all. Uh, <laughs> so Janesville Community Radio, if you are interested in um, Janesville Community Radio, how, how, um, how good am I going to be going to go to backtrack? And um, first of all, you can call uh, our show. And tell Daddy what a putzy is, 323-580-5769. Or you can look up 
and tell us what your definition of bung is. B-U-N- is it B-U-N-G? B-U-N-G. You want to know what that is? Um, or you want to wait until you're done? Or you no, we're going to tease people, and they're going to okay. be like they're going to be like tap foot. We won't tell you. Um, my office, uh, J- my office dash JVL dot com or um, my office JVL. Uh, if you call there on working working hours on uh, Monday through Friday, somebody will be at the desk most likely, or leave a message six zero eight five six three zero one 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 six zero eight five six three zero one one one. My office JVL, and they can talk to you. Or you can talk to them about uh, joining, participating, helping out, hanging out, um, just checking it out, Janesville Community Radio. After the first of the year, sometime, they promise, will be 103.5 FM, 103.5 FM. We'll still be on the World Wide Web, though, because uh, it just seems a little weird to me that we would like go 103.5, which will reach out about 35 miles and get rid of our World Wide Web base. And but so I think we're going to be doing both. But we will be FM. Uh, they promise checks in the mail 103.5 after the first of the year on your dial. Um, right now we're on the World Wide Web, which is just fine because we got all the shows on DaddyOfLunchBucket.com. You can listen back to them all. And a little later, when I'm down at QT's drinking a 75 cent beer um, that they uh, that they serve up on Tuesday nights down by the down by the YMCA. Now watch, Donald. People will go on the YMCA and they'll go, Hey, you got 75 cent beers. <laughs> no, it's QT's, which is around the corner from uh, QT's Tavern, which is around the corner, and Banquet Hall. QT's Tavern and Banquet Hall. I wonder if they know how much advertising I have. No kidding, right? <coughs> well, you give them as much advertising as you do, Jeff. Just about. Well, I'm always <laughs> down there. I was down there last night doing some uh, computer work. God, they I should give you a free beer. They do. Oh. They do give me free beer. Oh. Yeah, they started giving me free beer. I think a few of them know that we we do this for them. Um, so they they like uh Well, and then there's another thing, too, because that, that used to be kind of a notorious, that's down on River Street, down by the big parking garage and ramp and all that, parking ramp, and uh, that has, over the years, been different name places, and it's been real notorious, and there's like, fights and stuff in there they have there had been in a pretty rough place and uh they give me free beer just because i just i don't screw with anybody <laughs> you should uh you should see if you can uh do that for conway and o'reilly's or o'reilly and conway's or oh, whatever God, no. their name is it's it's o'reilly it's backwards it's not o'reilly, and conway. o'reilly and conway oh just because i'm nice get free beer yeah no that ain't gonna <laughs> the nine dollar beer. You'd be yeah. you'd be scoring some big money every yeah, night. Yeah, that, that hey, why don't you just give me the nine dollars? Yeah, no Keep kidding. Beer. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if you want to, uh, this all started with me <clears throat> doing a little promo for Janesville Community Radio. If you want to volunteer, if you want to get involved, you can call my office, JVL. I just I just uh, prattled off the number. Uh, there'll be somebody there because that's where our mother studio is up on uh, East Milwaukee Street. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of shows right now. Um, the Daddy was Lunch Bucket guys. Um, we have a production company called, uh, uh, Hey, You Big Jerk Productions. And we produced The Quietest Guy in the Room with Jeff Hall. And, uh, that's on, right now that's on Sundays and around noonish. That might change. It's a newer show. Uh, 6 p.m. on Thursdays, kind of locked in granite. That's Christ in the City with Ray Jewell. Of course, uh, from the description of the title, it's a religious show. Um, 
Although they talk about some pretty contemporary... Ray has a way of, uh, of, of uh, weaving contemporary stuff into religion. Kind of interesting. Um, he's a longtime um, pastor and communicator. So he's like uh, real... Uh, he's pretty good at doing it. Uh, that's at 6 p.m. on Thursday, Thursdays. And the quietest room is uh, for now is on Sundays, probably around noonish, with Jeff Hall. Uh, and that is lunchbuckets.com, of course, on Tuesdays at uh, 3 o'clock. Those are all uh, Hey You Big Jerk Productions uh, by uh, the Daddy O, yours truly. Um, and then uh, there's Discover Janesville with Chief Cook and Bottle Washer Yuri Rashkin on Wednesdays at 10.30. And that would be tomorrow, Donald, right? Uh, Yuri Correct. will be on tomorrow. And uh, Open Mic Podcast, guys. Uh, Chad Sheridan and Andy Anderson on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Uh, a, 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 a whole, an entire cacophony, a venerable cacophony of issues and some comedy, some other uh, interesting stuff. Friday nights at 8. Um, on, those are all on uh, Janesville Community Radio, uh, the, the one platform, uh, platform one. Uh, there's a second tier of Janesville Community Radio, uh, and there's Art Spark with Edie Barron. Um, I'm not sure when she's doing her shows now. I think she just did one yesterday. She did one on Tuesday as well. Or today, this morning. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Art Spark, Edie Barron. You can Google it. Uh, Art Spark, Edie Barron. And Don't Settle with Diane Young. That's on Fridays at noon. That's on Janesville Community Radio, Blog Talk. Blog Talk Radio, Janesville Community Radio. I'm glad she's still doing a show. We didn't scare her off because she first appeared on our show, I believe. Oh, poor Diane. Yes. Yeah, and Sal Sal was with us. And if you remember Sal, Sal was our our tertiary co-host of a, a venerable genius, but an odd bodkin and uh, did she have a meltdown one night? Yeah, she had a meltdown, and, and Diane, and of course Diane Young, her her shtick is like uh, public speaking. public speaking and uh, and uh, uh, not having meltdowns and uh, self help and all that. Really, you know, maybe you ought to give Sal your card. <laughs> anyway, um, Sal vanished off into the sunset. We, by the way, if you are a female and you, and you would like to. Uh, uh, you would like to do radio? We 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 kind of miss our female voice. We've had two or three. They always quit. Uh, we're harmless. So uh, if you want to do radio and you got concept and uh, you want to put something together and just come and join or just come and join or sit and not do anything and just be a present, uh, you can uh, figure out how to get contact with Daddy O from Daddy O's Lunch Bucket either through uh, my office JBL or go to Daddy O's Lunch Bucket dot com and there's a, there'll be an email up there. And uh, if you're, uh, you got any kind of radio concept or ideas or all, or you just want to sit in with the daddy on uh, Donald, and uh, really your qualifications need to be that probably wouldn't hurt to be over 18 years old and somewhere between 18 and 110, right, Donald? And 114. Then, uh, yeah, and then, and then you, uh, if we uh, do the old army, do the old army test. If we, we I got a, I was, daddy was blind, so we have a flashlight here on the work table. So we shine a we shine the light in one ear, and if it doesn't shine on the wall on the other side, you're probably hired. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, higher and your salary will be uh, not precisely zero dollars yeah, and zero. That's cents. right. You will not be paid annually. Let's get that right out of the 
Let's get that right out of the block. We uh, oh bung. We were gonna. The word of the day is oh, bung. B U N G. Yeah, B U N G. Oh. Did you do? Well, I had up and oh. then I thought we were oh, making uh, that an assignment. Oh, oh, for the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't do their homework. Well, so we are doing this then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bung is a a cork or a stopper. It's a, I guess technically a a truncated cylindrical. <laughs> Closure to seal a container, so that hence the term bunghole from like uh, which would be like a hole in Beavis, a barrel, Beavis yeah. and butthead. Yes. Is there another meaning? Like my that's my dad used to say, he bunged up the bump. No, I just blew my nose on the radio. <laughs> that's all right. Um, for the for the three people listening, yeah. I'm sure they didn't. They'll care. cope. You think they'll cope? Yeah. Um, so. All the Trekkies. Uh, Donald, do you watch Big Bang Theory? Yeah. They're really good at incorporating, uh, like, sci-fi trivia into the Big Bang Theory. It's a fascinating show. Never gets, never seems to get tired uh, subject matter. Uh, the writers and everything are, they've been on, what, now, eight years, Donald? And, uh, of course, that's another show that does, like, two sh- two seasons a year, I think. Another one of those deals. Let's see. Big Bang Theory. It's a great... Uh, Ancient Aliens and Big Bang Theory. If you come over to my house... That's and, a, one of those two will be on. Ancient Aliens and Big Bang Theory. They premiered in 2007. And... The, yeah, they are starting their eighth season this month. That's And that's amazing in this day and age that they can keep a crew together that long. Because normally somebody try to lure them away to do, you know, some other kind of show or something. That was a problem in the 60s. They'd do a show for two or three years, and then they, they'd lure one of the actors away. Um, even in the 80s and 90s, that would happen. Uh, that happened to uh, NY, was it, is NYPD. They lured, the, they lured the red-headed guy away to do the uh, Miami, um, oh. CSI, CSI Miami. I, think yeah. it was. I can't think of the guy's name. Anyway, uh, after just one year. Um, anyway, we promised our, uh, and they, they are always incorporating, um, uh, like, uh, David Caruso. Yeah. The guy also always jerking his uh, sunglasses off when yes. he's telling the bad guys, <laughs> you're going to jail. And then they pop them off. <laughs> he did, the thing was, he did that on NYPD too. So that was weird. That's like his, that's like his, uh, that's like his, it's a signature uh, move. His signature move. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's his branding. Um, so, Big Bang is always, the Big Bang Theory is always incorporating sci-fi and esoteric references to scientific stuff, and it's in a funny kind of way, which is just bizarre, somebody, that somebody could pull that off. And, uh, my wife gets mad at me because I know uh, what they're talking about a lot. Anyway, uh, because uh, they'll make all these references, um. What was it? They were talking about Occam's razor, and then there's one where there's a cat. Um, there's oh shoot! See now I went and talked out of school. There's a there's a theory where there's a cat where the cat's like oh, uh, cat's exist. in a box, or the cat's being blown up by a nuclear yeah. weapon, or something like that. And the the cat's in the same place at the same time. I can't think of the name of the um. cat. Um, but anyway, anyway, I'm, I digress, Donald. Um, so they're always incorporating. Uh, Star Trek stuff, and then George Decay. Uh, George Decay has been on uh, uh, the show several times, as has been um, 
the uh, character in the uh, next Star Trek Next Generation, um, um, Schrodinger, Schrod- Schro- Schrodinger's cat, right? Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, the guy that played Will, no, Will Wheaton, is that his real yeah. name or yeah. is Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton was on Star Trek correct. Next Generation, and uh, he uh, he plays uh, an arch nemesis to. Uh, um, Sheldon, Sheldon. yeah, <laughs> and he plays himself. Anyway, Will, 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 Wheaton—they're always bowling. And uh, <laughs> anyway, and then they had um, the voice of Spock was on. Um, the, uh, Sheldon had a, a doll, a Spock doll. Now that's creepy, right? He's thirty, what, thirty-one years old, and he's got a, a Spock doll, and the doll <laughs> is talking to him in his dreams. Anyway, when I was a kid. And I would watch the reruns, and I'm old enough to have seen the originals, and I did see some of the originals. Um, what was it, 65 to 68, three years? And um, and Donald informs me that this particular episode was an early production, of the Desi Lu, the Desi Lu production um, people, and uh, that's going way back. And uh, it was Scotty. Call- we did this last week, or I don't know. What do we do? We do it for the comedy for the. Storytellers, or did we just do it last week because we didn't have anything to do? Stuff? No, we did. It. We did it last, last week. week. Yeah, Scotty, we're gonna keep doing it till we get a till we get a, me, a mean letter from from Desi Lou. Scotty calls Scotty calls Spock a green-blooded, pointy-eared freak. So can you? Um, 1968, I think this, or may I? It was 64. I don't know. Yeah. I had it at one point. I had the episode up, and um, if I can find the damn thing, and it should be under. DLB, Daddy was once booked yeah. on the on the um, saved. We're doing studio stuff right now, ladies and gentlemen. Lord, there it is. Scotty calls Spock a freak. Oh, you you find it? it? No, I got it. Oh, Here we there go. It is. Yeah. Want to hit it and see what happens? Here we go. Scotty, check out my captain. I'm glad they found. We what? should have left those five space goons in the transporter. That's right where they belong. Scotty, non-existence. Now they can study the Enterprise, add our technology to theirs, change the balance of power. You've jeopardized the Federation. Keep your fucking hands off me. Settle down, Scotty. Keep away. Too much caffeine. Your feelings might be hurt, you green-blooded half-breed. May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions constant irritant. Then transfer out, freak. <laughs> freak. Tell me. Fuck. Yeah, I don't think we, we don't need to. We don't need to go through oh, the you have human. Kirk's all Kirk's uh, analysis, do we? Yeah. We can call it good. There we go. Hit the road, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta play. I gotta have my. I gotta have my. Scotty calls Buck a, a freak fix. Every day. Every, every show. <laughs> we'll get like. We'll get like. Sh- we'll get like twenty shows. Put- See, after like the twentieth show, we do show seventy-five. Then uh, Desi Lou will finally catch up with us, and we'll have like. Uh, and we'll have like twenty-five bootleg shows that we can't play anywhere. No kidding. Um. Wow, what's... Oh, I was going to do... Um, We're going to get hauled off to jail. 
We can't pay a fine. <laughs> yeah, they can lie. In fact, in fact, we're Sorry, always Colin. making fun. Sorry, calling you right now. Yeah. The, uh, uh, oh, my wife has texted me. No, you oh. know, the usual bill collectors, they must have gave up. You know, they say when they give up, that's a bad sign. Yeah. It's, uh, that means you'll be seen in court. Yeah. Real <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck. They can have the course, the, the 1989 Corsica. Um my wife um, tells me, I'm looking at my cell phone now. This is like really bad radio etiquette. Um, yeah. My wife texted me during the show. Now, we've done 50 shows, and she knows we do the show from 3 to 5, right? So my wife texts, texts me right at 4 o'clock, right, to inform me the new, the new box of uh, cat flea treatment is sitting on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> Just what I need to know when I'm uh, Beanie the Pit. Oh, the next time we, like, the next time Rashkin uses... going to get into it. And yeah. It. <laughs> next time Rashkin uses the state-of-the-art James Community Video um, uh, satellite van, and he comes out and he's, like, scratching. <laughs> Give him some oh, yeah. Beanie the Piddling Kitty was in there. We didn't... She hadn't had her treatment yet. Kind of bet. The reason I bring it up is because we're supposed to be topical, and it's incumbent upon the Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic to... Uh, to do uh, um, regional, Janesville, Rock County, regional, southern Wisconsin, northern Illinois stuff. It's been a, a peculiar year. Normally up this far north, Donald, you live down south. Did you have the cat with you? Yes. Did, did, you, did you find that the down south had a propensity to be a little worse with fleas? Or you, maybe you weren't there long Our enough. cats were indoor cats. So. Yeah. Well, even then, though, you... We never yeah. had an issue. You no, know, they'll they'll get one somewhere. Um, down south, we had the a, ones down, we had down there dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was like ten, fifteen years ago. So. No, it was, well, two thousand eight is when we moved back. Well, what did you like? Leave them there? No, you're on your own now. No, we brought them back, and yeah. they died after. Died of old age. So, yeah. Um, they'll live to be twenty if you if you take good care of them. Um, they anyway, take good care of we have, oh come on, <laughs> we, we have, now we'll have Pete after us. Uh, <laughs> Pete, uh, just so everybody knows, both Donald and both Donald and Daddy will uh, take on take a stray in now and then. Um, <laughs> that's how I ended up with that bad relationship. How I ended while. up with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow. Anyway, um, what were we talking Man. about? Oh, the, the the weather. The weather. This year's the, the last couple of years. The weather has been peculiar. Um, in Wisconsin, and we normally don't have the fleas that are down in um, um, Texas, down south, are a different type of, I looked it up one time, and they're a different type of flea, and they don't fare well up here. So I noticed that uh, Beanie's Beanie's uncle, um, Sidney, was uh, Beanie the Piddling Kitty's uncle, Sidney, who's passed away now. I noticed when he always had that he's a big fuzzy orange pumpkin cat and he always had a flea or two couldn't just couldn't get rid of him down south because of the hot weather and he uh as soon as he came back as soon as we moved back up here those fleas died they did not like the Wisconsin weather sure. so uh so these fleas up here are a little bit different but uh, anyway um my wife had to my wife had to text me right in the middle of the show and inform me that uh the uh, flea treatment is sitting on the kitchen table. Um, I'll poor Donald. I won't. I won't make Donald uh, do the disclaimer because we're going to do news and things, news segment and uh, chit chat. 
and uh, it'll probably we, we probably should have did it before we did Spock calls or yeah. Scotty calls Spock a freak. Uh, <laughs> if oh, you're wow. an alien and you're and you're a science fiction, it's it's okay to be prejudiced, and you can't get in trouble, right? Because Spock's not a real person. Sure. We had this discussion last week. It's like I'm sitting here on Daddy's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic going, Spock's not a real person, and there's, right now there's like. Fifty guys in their mom's basement that just fell off Pooping the sofa. Themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean he's not real? Anyway, opinions expressed on Daddy's Lunch Bucket, the Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic, or the International House of Lunch Bucket Radio are not necessarily those of the Janesville Community Radio Project, Janesville Community Radio Project, or the good folks of Janesville, Wisconsin, who provide us with our backdrop. For the state-of-the-art radio clinic, Detroit is effing bankrupt, and Atlantic City uh, boarded up three casinos and sent 8,000 employees on their merry way. A light-hearted tale, just in time for the holiday season. Joan Rivers uh, left the lights on. What, what is this one? Joan, where did this come from? My wife watches QVC. Joan Rivers. She buy something from Joan? Uh, I think so. A lot of things. The, like her whole closet yesterday. is full of shoes. From <laughs> Joan was on there yesterday, yeah. and your wife bought something for me. <laughs> <laughs> Joan Rivers left Rerun. the lights on. No, the, we're still doing the uh, the odious uh, Daddy's Lunch Bucket show disclaimer. Jeff's, Jeff's uh, this is like a bar closing down at bar time, just sweeping up the floor. He's like, <laughs> we're out of here. Get the hell out. <laughs> Ho- hotel no... Hotel, no tell. Um, motel, no tell. Uh, Joan Rivers left the lights on the last time she left the QVC. Um, oh, and then I do, yeah, we just, uh, Donald, you're familiar with QVC, right? I am. And she, uh, Joan Rivers reinvented herself after a comedy career uh, on, uh, you know, doing the Martha Stewart kind of thing. And there, they had a thing on uh, uh, CNN morning show the other day about all the women that are trying to copy um Joan Rivers and uh, Martha Stewart. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too close to Martha Stewart. She spent some time in the in the big house. Yeah. But uh, Joan uh, Joan survived. Um, buy chick stuff. Buy chick stuff all day, all the time. Oh yeah, QVC. Chick stuff all day, all the time. Well, actually, that's where my wife bought these uh, state of the art speakers that we're using for a radio show here. Broadcasting out into Jeff's Coffee Bar if you want to be an audience. No audience today. Nobody came to our 50s show. Um, okay. Well, your your statement about not being close to Martha Stewart, I I would totally be close to Martha Stewart. <laughs> really? No confession. She's worth, she's worth $638 million. <laughs> I don't care if she went to the big house or not. Oh, after all that, after oh, doing time yeah. in the Husqvarna, they let her keep her 2011, money. 2011, yeah. That's like worth. Willie Nelson. Yeah. He was into the IRS for 38 mil, and he he, gained, he got it back in like two years doing road shows. Um, that was in 2011. Looks like the 2014 list puts her at almost a billion dollars. Wow. 970 million. Maybe I shouldn't make fun of her anymore. No. Who's, who, who, who's the one that should be made fun of? Anyway, <laughs> um, not not Martha Stewart. Make fun of the daddy. Daddy was sitting here doing a. Daddy was sitting here doing community radio for free. Yeah. Um, and, who's who's pulling down a bill? Pulling down a million dollars a day. Yeah. Daddy was making fun of her. <laughs> um. 
Oh, the disclaimer. We're doing the lunch bucket disclaimer. Oh, be all that as it may, uh, as far as the Daddy's Lunch Bucket uh, Radio Clinic goes, uh, the fact of the matter is opinions expressed on uh, the Lunch Bucket Radio Show may not reconcile with anyone else's thought process. So that gets us totally off the hook. So Desi Lou Productions and Paramount Studios, uh, if you've got a complaint about uh, Scotty calls Spock a freak, um, your 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 complaints are going to fall on deaf ears because the the disclaimer Rodney Buckyaknuck tells us our our attorney tells us that uh, once we read the disclaimer we can pretty much do whatever we want. Um, Chit chat segment, Donald. Donald, you got anything before we march on? No, you're good. We're at the half hour. Do we want to take another break? Sure. And then tease. We'll do a tease. I'm going to come back and talk politics. John Kerry. Ooh. Uh, Scotland is uh, voting to be independent. I'll tell you a story about that when I was over in when I lived over in Europe. Uh, Scotland's seeking independence on Thursday vote, uh, day after tomorrow. Uh, they'll be voting for independence. Um, Quebec did that a while ago, but they stayed with Canada. And so anyway, Scotland of all places. And then we'll talk about John Kerry, Secretary of State John Kerry, former presidential candidate and senator. Um, he swears up and down. There's no war in Iraq, no third war, no war, Iraq War Three. It's just a, 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 he calls it something else, and uh, we're gonna come back and we'll chit chat about that. Here we go. Little guy. Ken Curtis, ladies and gentlemen. There'll never be another one like you. Anyone can see it for a mile. And when we're walking hand in hand, anyone can see me smile. Like you, anyone can see it in your eyes. When you try to hide, it comes right through, and anyone can realize Actually, I, I put on my folk singer hat today, and uh, I thought I'd play uh, a couple of my original songs today. Actually, this song is a new song 
uh, and it's called uh, pilgrimship. It's kind of a old way at at looking at a, a a new start. So, if you will, I'll I'll just play that one right away for you. Awesome, Ken Curtis, everybody. Curtis, Ken Curtis, uh, good listeners. And we're back. Thank you, Donald. Long Woo! Thank you, Donald, longtime <laughs> partner in crime, uh, co-host, tech guy, research guy for Daddy's Lunch Bucket, Daddy's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic. We're here live at Jeff's Coffee Bar on the west side of Janesville, Wisconsin, and uh, we're doing our 50th show. Uh, you can you can tune into all the podcasts and re-listen to them if you're laid up with a broken leg or uh, um, a, some kind of horrific car wreck and uh, they're forcing you to listen to the computer all day. DaddyOsLunchBucket.com. DaddyOsLunchBucket.com. You'll find all 50 podcasts, all 50 shows, and then some because we've done some other shows. And uh, Daddyo, Daddyo does do um, some other shows production shows on Janesville Community Radio, produces some other shows. Um, right now we're going to do, a, what was it, Donald, I called it, chit-chat, chit-chat news, news and commentary segment. Of, uh, you'd think after 50 shows I'd have a smoother delivery. Um, <laughs> on, I don't have the, I do not have the, uh, I do not have the website up, but, uh, or there's probably a, a hundred news stories. Scotland, the uh, the territory of uh, of the United Kingdom, 
the UK, Great Britain, and the United Kingdom, and Wales and Ireland, Northern Ireland. Scotland is seeking independence from that bunch. On um, Thursday is the vote. Thursday is the vote. Scotland, of all places, Quebec and Canada a few years ago. It's been, it's been a while now. I think it was back in the 90s. They voted to break away, but they did not succeed uh, from breaking away from Canada. Scotland, however, looks like it could happen. That Scot- Scotland will... It's a, for all ostensive purposes, it's kind of an autonomous region now anyway. I remember when I was in the Army living in uh, Germany back in the early 70s, and I took a couple of uh, visits up to England and Ireland and Scotland, and the bars were just a buzz. This is way back in the 70s, Donald. The bars were just a buzz with independence. And that was 40-some 40, 40 years ago. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm guessing that uh, not much I'm guessing not much will change if they become, a, if they become an independent nation. I'm thinking uh, they've pretty much, they much uh, kind of act autonomous as it is. I wonder what will happen to Scotland Yard. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that actually based in Scotland? The um, their their FBI that's basically their FBI, isn't it? Um, the United Kingdom. Anyway, uh, moving on in news and commentary segment and chit chat, news and chit chat segment of uh, Daddy's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic of Janesville Community Radio, Janesville, Wisconsin. Should you be listening from Pakistan? Our Secretary of State. United States Secretary of State John Kerry, former presidential candidate. When was that, Donald? 2004? Kerry Edwards. Yeah. Kerry Edwards, 2004. Uh, Man, and you know it wasn't after the election that he lost um, in 2004. After that, that Edwards got nailed on all the... Uh, the love child and all yeah. that, and his wife dying of cancer while I was uh, doing his secretary and all that. Can you imagine if he'd be if he'd actually if he'd become vice president and all that? Nobody ever talks yeah, about that. that came much. Out. No kidding. Yeah. Um, anyway, John Kerry, our Secretary of State, uh, currently took over for Hillary Clinton. That's just like a regular club of, you know, it's like former presidential candidates get all those. Um, Big time jobs. Secretary of State is is that isn't that fourth? Is that third or fourth? No, Secretary of State is third, fourth in line to the presidency. It's president, fourth, vice believe. president, speaker of the house, yep. and then Secretary of State. So uh, anyway, uh, I can't believe Joe Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden's in his seventies, I think. I can't imagine he's. They say he's thinking of running for president. Against Hillary, and I'm like, dude, that, w- that would certainly make him maybe the oldest president ever. I, a lot of people need to check that out because they always were mad at Reagan because he was he was in his 70s, and George Bush the first he got up there around 70, and uh, so uh, I don't know, Joe. Joe might want to take Joe might want to call it a victory and run for his life, just sell books. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, let me put my headphones on, Donald, so I can. Um, I got the. I got the fan blowing on me, so. I, what is? 
I can hear you better if I got my, there. You are. Um, can hear you uh, better because the sun's coming right in the window, so I turned the fan on me. So John Kerry, we're, this is a news segment, news and chit-chats about the news segment. This is the news and chit-chat about the news, Daddy's Lunch Bucket segment. John Kerry, our Secretary of State, said this current Iraq 3 that we've gotten ourselves into, Iraq 3 that just started here a month or so ago, we got now we're back in Iraq. Make some kind of rap song, wouldn't it? Back in Iraq. Back <laughs> in Iraq. Um, hip-hop song. There is a song from the 70s with the, with the lyrics. Iraq, Iran, Iraq, Iran. Um, yeah, I can't think of the name of it. Anyway, um, Iraq 3. John Kerry, our Secretary of State. And I'm going to pull up now the... Uh, if the computer... This website is jamming up my computer. U.S. This is from a website called. Oh, this is this is CNN. Okay. Um, U.S. Secretary of State. This is from the other day. U.S. Secretary of State. And I think I think they talked him down, talked him off the cliff. Um, th- that's the thing when you're Secretary of State, Donald. You got to like uh, take it in the neck for the pres because the pres wouldn't do this. He made John do it. Um, and then, they, then the president comes out and he goes, now, wait a minute, now, I, I think it is a war. U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry on Thursday, that would have been last Thursday, uh, would not say the United States is at war with this um, Islamic State uh, group, organization, whatever the hell they want to call themselves. A bunch of wackos over in Iraq and Syria that are killing everybody. We've sent almost 200 bombing sorties over there. And with our Air Force and our Navy uh, air, aircraft. Um, anyway, um, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry on Thursday would not say the United States is at war with ISIS. Telling the CNN in an interview that the administration's strategy includes many different things that one doesn't think of normally in the context of war. I don't know, Donald. Every time I see those guys are riding around in trucks with machine guns, yeah, no kidding, we, huh? got, we got 400 F-16s over there strafing like dudes in pickup trucks in their <laughs> machine guns. I don't know. what. It's not like a community picnic. You know, it's, it's like they're blowing stuff up. And uh, right at, of course, CNN, CNN then, as he's saying this, they're, they're doing footage of like, the uh, the F-16 and then the stealth bombers coming in and, like, just strafing entire villages, you know, and it's like, I, I guess it's a bad day. So, uh, <laughs> Kerry says many different things. That, uh, we're, we have a, a strategy that includes many different things that one doesn't think of normally in the context of war. And then he goes on here, and this is great. We did this uh, as a word uh, early in our uh, one of our early shows, obfuscation. The word obfuscation, which means uh, the Nazis were really good at doing this. Uh, Orwell wrote an entire book about obfuscation called 1984. Uh, Kerry goes on to say, what we are doing is engaging in a, and I quote, very significant counterterrorism operation. A very significant counterterrorism operation. Kerry told CNN's Elsie Labat in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. And he quotes, it's going to go on for some period of time. 
So it's very significant. It's a counterterrorism operation, and it's going to last a long time. Uh, if somebody wants to think about it as a, being a war, well, then so be it. <laughs> yeah, John. I'm, <laughs> um, wow. Uh, if somebody wants to think about it uh, being a war with ISIS, they can do so. Um, but the fact is, major counterterrorism operation that will have many different moving parts. John, um, don't call me just a, kind of a, a novice at communication. But I think his attempt to, cut, to not call 200 bombing sorties, you know it costs like, you know it costs like $3 million every time we drop, drop one of those missiles. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's trying to say that's not a war. Um, I, ISIS is an animal unto itself, Kerry said. And it is significantly, uh, it, uh, let me see, and it is significantly such a threat because of the foreign fighters that are attracted to it, uh, which you don't see in Somalia or Yemen. So he's comparing the two. <laughs> he's comparing the two. We also have a little war going on in Somalia and a little war in Yemen. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. Most importantly, uh, Kerry said, ISIS has attracted a significant coalition that is determined to go and destroy it. Oh, okay, that's kind of a, a, a clumsy sentence. He's referring to the coalition that we're putting together. Um, ISIS has attracted a significant coalition. Oh, so our, the coalition of the willing is called a significant coalition this time around. Okay, okay, okay. Kerry was in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, for meetings with the uh, Arab leaders to enlist re regional support for the coalition to defeat ISIS. Donald, did you see my Donald? Did you see the thing I put on Facebook with the uh, uh, bankrupt um, the the bankrupt uh, um, Detroit? It's it's way back. It's buried like four days ago. You never find no. it. Yeah. Uh, buried. Uh, well, actually, it'll probably be on my homepage. But it struck me that um, they're trying to build a coalition and uh, asking Americans to uh, fight a, yet a third war in Iraq. And there's uh, uh, the fast food people are all striking because they can't afford to live on eight dollars an hour. Sure. And and uh, there's a big a big mess right now in uh, federal court about uh, the bankruptcy of Detroit. Mm -hmm. And they've lost a million people have moved away because the the, the city is just you can buy a Falling you can apart. literally buy a house in uh, Detroit for like I'm not I'm not embellishing for like fifty bucks. You can buy a house in Detroit for 50 bucks, but there's no running water because the, yeah. the, the, the water department is bankrupt, yeah. and so they don't have any water either. So um, you'll buy a house, uh, so it'll be back, back like the 1910s and 30s uh, or 20s before we had running water. Um, anyway, but you get yourself a good electricity, <laughs> get yourself a generator, and get a house in Detroit. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the fire department and the ambulance service in Detroit is so is so bankrupt that they had to rig up um, like the 911 alarm. They bring it in on the cell phone, and then they hooked it up to like a fax machine and a doorbell. <laughs> and then okay, so that's what's happening in America. We're fighting our third war in Iraq. And if you just go down the street to the United Arab Emirates, just a few miles south of Iraq, it's where they built the biggest building in the world. Oh yeah, that's and, right. <laughs> So I got these pictures up there. I got a fax machine with a doorbell on it, and I got a kid holding a sign up in a ripped shirt saying that he's going bankrupt working for um, 
uh, McDonald's, and then they got a picture of the tallest building in the world on the same uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Once, a couple of people said they liked it. Um, that is kind of cynical. All right, I'm going to get rid of this because CNN is notorious for cluttering up. Um, CNN is notorious for cluttering up. Uh, yeah, see, now it won't let me close this. Oh, that irritates the crap out of me, Donald. Um, so here, okay. So we got rid of uh, we got rid of that, and now we're moving on. And kind of related, you know, after nine eleven, and people uh, that's like people probably don't even remember, have to students out there don't even remember nine eleven anymore. It's thirteen years ago. Our lives changed after nine eleven. A lot of security in airports and whatnot. Things we never had to deal with before. And it kind of makes it cynical. Uh, pontificators say the bad guys actually won. Regarding, and this is the one apparent, this is the website that's apparently causing such a slow, uh, my computer to be so slow. Daily Caller. Donald, have you ever heard of the Daily Caller? No. I'm not going to use this uh, media portal again because it's just dragging my computer into the abyss. Daily Portal. Uh, out of Washington, D- no, uh, the, excuse me, excuse me, the Daily Caller, and I'm not going to use this portal again because they're they're dragging me into the abyss, the dailycaller.com, it's just, it's another uh, internet news service. Government fines against Yahoo for National Security Agency cooperation would have cost more than a real Death Star. Kind of a weird little title. <laughs> A, a, a weird death, or a real death star. Um, kind of a weird uh, analogy. Court documents unsealed last week reveal how the government used fines and secrecy to force Yahoo uh, into becoming one of the first Silicon Valley giants to cooperate with the National Security Agents Prism program. Prism, P-R-I-S-M. That's a that's a vast security network that listens to all our. Listens to all our emails and Facebook and uh, telephone calls and everything, Donald. You from sure. uh, that guy? That guy Snowden that's in trouble. That's living in Russia now. He's the one that he's the one that spilled the beans on all this. Documents that included a clause that would have taken the financial financial co- coercion into another galaxy. The clause in question would have doubled the daily two hundred and uh, Yahoo was refusing to give uh, the NSA information. Um, the National Security Agency, who apparently have police powers. The clause in question would have doubled the daily quarter of a million dollar fine, so it would have been a million dollars a day, for refusing to hand over customer data every week uh, with no cap. A no, In other words, whatever information the government wanted. A co- gosh, does this sound Orwellian? Uh, a cost, the Washington Post broke it down, into some uh, oh see this isn't this is a editorial kind of a, a news portal. They said a cost the Washington Post broke down into some terrifyingly hilarious examples. So the writer of this is editorializing. Um, related US government threatened Yahoo with massive fines to force NASA. Um, let me see. Did they actually did they finally they finally get they finally uh, they finally, uh, I think they gave in. Refusing the 2008, oh, good Lord, this is going way back to 2008, would have drained Yahoo's total revenue that year of $7.2 billion in just three months. Yeah, I'm never using this again because um, 
it's not letting me, um, this website is not letting me um, read the article. So um, anyway, you get the idea. Donald, you don't have anything up there on Yahoo getting fined, do you? I'm looking at it right, right. now. Did they, they, finally, they finally gave in, I think. I think they finally... Uh, I think they finally gave in, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're doing we're doing research as we speak. I'm getting rid of the we- the weather channel is sending me weather alerts, and um, so this website is uh, just pr- just basically shut down. So I'm going to have to get rid of it. Anyway, I thought it was a little disturbing that um, you know yeah that Yahoo is where one of my emails is. So. Uh, the, I'm sure the National Security Agency is getting got a lot of good laughs out of all my. Um, what is what was it? Uh, dating for grandpas? I get I get. <laughs> here's a here's a note from Stephen Colbert about this situation. He says, if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear from the giant surveillance apparatus the government's been hiding. <laughs> right. That. <laughs> said much better than I that you summed it up and you summed it up in um, 15 seconds and I've been stumbling over it now for 10 minutes anything else on that Donald I think Yahoo finally gave up and they they just gave them the information gave them all your yeah, information you're probably right ladies and gentlemen Yahoo I believe gave finally just gave um, the National Security Agency all your emails and all your cell phone calls and everything just out of hell with it um should we move on in the news, Donald? Sure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is kind of vague. This uh, particular uh, news, I've got some headlines here that are disturbing. Um, okay, here's a headline. I'm not sure what the source of this is. CEO says office shooting. Must have been another office shooting. CEO says office shooting could not have come at a worse time for the company. <laughs> I'm like, like uh, when would there, there a good time? When there would there be a good, when would there be a good time? Hey, can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> um, you're so rude. Let's see a tragic scene in Virginia as a gunman opened fire at the offices of Slash Forward Marketing. Managers describe the timing of the shooting as uh, incredibly unfortunate. Um, not that the shooting was unfortunate, but that the timing of the shooting. Um, this is interesting here. I never thought about this one. Reclusive deity. You know what a deity is, Donald? That's like a, a godly kind of, you know, pope kind of type person. Reclusive deity hasn't written a new book in 2,000 years. It, I, <laughs> are, they, are they talking about Jesus? A, I don't know. Is this an onion story? <laughs> it might be. Um, meeting writers. Here's a 911 call from this one. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, someone is shooting everyone in our office. Can you guys do something about this? We really can't afford to lose lose focus at this time. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Where did you find that? It's on. Because uh, I don't have a. Because I don't have a scoop nest. Okay, because I don't. Ha- I don't. I don't have a link here. Um, <laughs> Here, um, one of the problems is this particular computer has 8.1 on it, and, um, <laughs> and then there, there's a that's like a, that's a blurb from 
like a television screenshot, and then you know how they have the scroller at the bottom with all the news sure. stories of the day. Sure, so, all the horrible things. Yeah, going on. it says uh, TSA now requires air travelers to lick their shoes a little bit before boarding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, here this is uh, this is disturbing. You know they say that um, uh, people they're just talking about a regular couple here, a regular family that. You know, they say that the, the current state of politics is so, um, has so divided America, um, um, you know, to extreme right and extreme left. And there's no, uh, there's no middle ground anymore, like when I was a kid. And it says here, it just got a fa- picture of a family having dinner. And it says, uh, report, Laura's divorce threatens razor-thin Democratic majority in the local family. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's an esoteric pol- political joke. Um, what the heck is this? Self-centered child blames divorce. This is in the uh, family section of the paper. Self-centered child blames divorce entirely on himself. Uh, what? <laughs> um, this uh, daughter... Um, was very nervous that her mom is starting to use her as a confidant um, again in family um, night of uninterrupted deep sleep this is a science section night of uninterrupted deep sleep really throws man's day off. There was another one here about uh, here it is and that and then segueing uh, uh on the science um, what would you call what would Jamie our science guy call this Co- uh, uh, general science co- common science Man, man, not himself until he has so much coffee he feels like he's going to die. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's a little disturbing. Daddy's lunch bucket. Daddy's lunch bucket. Radio clinic. Our fiftieth show. Um, we're reading headlines right now. A in the sports it section. Come to that. Yeah, in, in the sports <laughs> section. No headlines. You can you can glean a lot from a headline. Not even read the article. Uh, the, from the sports section. Uh, a face of adversity, heroic NFL fans continue watching football. <laughs> well, I don't get it. And, um, this is weird. Um, yeah, I've got, I'm almost tempted to remove Windows 8.1 from this particular computer, Donald, because uh, uh, it keeps really screwing Giving you issues. Yeah. Huh? Elderly right aid. Elderly Rite Aid. What's an R-I-T-E aid? Elderly See, Daddy-O doesn't do any research before he does this show. (laughs) Elderly Rite Aid patron stretching out conversation about toothpaste to prolong human contact. Oh, 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 the the drug chain. The people that, yeah, he goes in and he talks about toothpaste. (laughs) You know, when I worked in healthcare for 10 years, we'd make jokes about that. How are you doing today, Mr. Jones? Well, you know, in in uh, in, in 1921, uh, I got on the football team, and then you know, four hours later, they get to the part where they, you know, they need some uh, they need some uh, what do you call that muscle cream for their back. <laughs> anyway, we better go to the sports while we still can. Yeah, this is uh, this this is. Um, Oh, I know what's going to happen now. It won't let me go. So, uh, 
Yeah, that's frustrating, man. They, uh, wow. I'm disappointed in my computer. It's just like, it's just like, it's just like locked. And, um, it's really irritating. So it must be, it'll be hard to, it'll be hard to re-listen to this because I'm kind of droning on here. Um, let's see, did we get, uh, no, she's not going to let me do sports? Not going to let me go to the sports page? Come on. Uh, come on here, uh, computer. Here we go. I got a piece of it, Donald. I got a piece of sports. Uh, you know, um, the NFL commissioners in hot water because of the all the all the NFL players that are like beating up their wives and children. <laughs> Why are we laughing? I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, um, his name is Goodall, right? Goodell. Goodell. Roger. Roger Goodell. Roger yeah. Goodell. Uh, Roger Goodell assures fans he was too busy dismissing other players' assaults to watch the Ray Rice tape. <laughs> All righty. Um, let's see. And I read, already read this headline. In face of adversity, heroic NFL fans continue watching football, um, calling their undying commitment to the grit a true inspiration Sources confirmed Tuesday that NFL fans across the nation have heroically, heroically preserved, persevered through the recent ad, uh, adversity. NFL announced a zero tolerance policy on videotaped domestic violence. <laughs> no more tapes. That that would. What would happen to all these guys back in the, back in the day when they if if they'd had like videotape back in the 60s and stuff? I don't think it would have. A man simultaneously excited for dreading NFL taking up his entire Sunday for next four months. Okay. Um, here, here's one. This is a, this is this is Donald. Here's a lighthearted. Uh, this is good news. A college football player. He's the first in the family to meet NCAA academic eligibility requirements. So there's a happy there's a happy ending. Um, and, oh, and then grandfather's not taking South Korea's Little League World Series um, baseball win very well. So <laughs> <laughs> Here, this ESPN, you know what the acronym for ESPN is? Uh, you ever heard this? Extremely Stupid People Network, oh. ESPN. Okay. Anyway, ESPN... Uh, a frustrated uh, headlines on the ESPN. Frustrated ESPN producer demands new camera angle of Ray Rice punching wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're sitting here laughing about a guy punching his wife. Uh, well, at that time, to his credit, at that time it was his girlfriend. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that makes it better. Yeah, that makes everything okay. Fox Sports announces plans to mic up NFL players' tendons. Oh. <laughs> they're always doing the microphone thing down on the sidelines, so they're gonna. Oh, they want to put the microphone on the bones and your and your on your uh, and like on your ankles and stuff. So when they break, they can hear <laughs> they can hear them crunch. Nice. Yeah, I think on that. You want to play a song, and then when we come back, we'll uh, we'll we'll bid our we'll bid our fair listeners uh, our fair listener our, uh, our, farewell. Our fair listeners farewell. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, let me find an awesome song to get us out of here. Here we go. And we're back. There's my red microphone, Donald, on the motherboard. Thank you, Donald. Um, Daddy Lil's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic, our 50th show. We're live at Jeff's Coffee Bar, getting ready to sh- getting ready to close down the lunch bucket for the uh, 50th show. We'll be back next week, somewhere, someplace, probably j- right back at Jeff's Coffee Bar next Tuesday, hopefully at three o'clock. This today we got started a little late because we both work blue collar. And we got held up at work. 
each of our jobs, coincidentally. Anyway, but and we uh, and and we're the webmasters, so we can change the times. And we did. We started at three thirty. We played music at two, though. Nobody was here to listen to it. Um, well, some customers came in. Jeff's customers came in and listened to it. Um, we, <laughs> we um, oh, that music we played was in honor of Scotland. Scotland is voting the day after tomorrow on Thursday to. And I always, this word is so hard for me to say because I'm missing it too. Secede. They are voting to secede from the United Kingdom and Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Scotland. And they've basically been an autonomous region, country forever anyway. But um, they're really going to go for the mother load this time. Voting on Thursday to go independent, to be an independent nation, Scotland. When I lived uh, over in that neck of the woods back in the early 1970s in Germany and Europe, when I was in Scotland, they were talking about it back then, and that was 45 years ago. So they've been uh, fiercely independent. Of course, uh, what's his name made the movie about that, right, Donald? Um, Mel Gibson made oh, the movie uh, about uh, fighting. Yeah, made the movie about fighting the British. I think it was the British he was fighting. Um, anyway, everybody just everybody um, secedes from the British. Support British, man. Just like everybody, there's nothing left. Maybe if they weren't such pricks. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, Obama has sent, of course, he sent all the uh, aircraft carrier, the largest aircraft carrier in the world, the George W. Bush. George um, Herbert Walker. George H.W. H.W. Bush. H.W. Bush aircraft mm-hmm. carrier to the Middle East. Um the largest aircraft carrier on the face of the earth, and uh, hundreds of jet fighters um, over to the Middle East for Iraq War Three, But only, he claims, 1,500 advisors and technical people on the ground. I'd hate to be those 1,500 guys because and, and women because uh, Iraq is the size of uh, California. And everybody over there wants to kill everybody. So I'm, I'm thinking it's not being cool to be those 1,500 guys. No Any, anyway, um, he has sent President Barack Obama, United States President Barack Obama, apparently has sent or is sending 3,000 military medical staff to uh, countries in West Africa because of the Ebola um, pandemic, epidemic, um, Thousands of people afflicted. Uh, they've lost almost uh, 3,000 people have died in the last six months. Uh, apparently a really bad way to go if you read about this, the signs, symptoms, and uh, demise. So uh, sending 3,000 people over there, uh, military people, to try to uh, get a handle on that. But I'm thinking in countries without running water and electricity, getting a handle on a, uh, a horrible disease is... Um, uh, Probably a little bit difficult. Yeah. Donald, Donald, that's enough news and <laughs> chit-chat. And on that happy note, yeah, I was gonna say. Ooh, let's move right on into the holiday season. <laughs> anyway, uh, next week I'll probably start talking about my... Uh, I'll probably start talking about my Halloween stories. Um, I got a good one. I, I want to say it's too early for yeah, it's too Thanksgiving or, Christmas. Too crap. early for a Halloween story just yet, but I got one. I will talk about it next week. Before we get too far along and we got to say goodbye... And our 50th show, and we are going to shut her down here in just a few minutes, in a couple of minutes. Um, the Packers got creamed on the first game, but they got a, a very interesting second game. And uh, our, this is our sports segment. And, but you didn't see the game, Donald. 
Uh-uh. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I I didn't see it clearly. Um, I didn't see it coherently. So I'm watching all the reruns and everything. Um, Even that, sober, I can't imagine you see things too clear. <laughs> well, no, not being seventy-five percent. That is a really acute observation, Donald. Uh, did we go through words not heard together segment? Uh, I think we did. Uh, we can review. This is review. Yeah, we did this one. Um, words that you'll probably never hear together, ever, except on Daddy's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic. Conan O'Brien and Small Gray Space Alien. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Hitler and Microwave Oven. I bet you that's never been spoken on Earth before. Hitler and, uh, hey, let me put my little statue of Hitler in the microwave oven. <laughs> Melt it down. I'm thinking that's never happened. Um, crab Rangoon and Heroin. <laughs> you know, I could, you know, as soon as I finish this hit of heroin, I could go for a good little plate of crab rangoon. <laughs> and clarinet and nuclear weapon. You know, we were at a clarinet recital, and third, the Third World War started, Donald. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and one more little thing that we uh, usually need to get to um, before we leave, and I think there's some on the list that have not been on there before. I didn't um I'm always I'm always upgrading this list. Famous people that Daddio has lived longer than and that's a new segment we've started about two or three months ago. Donald, is there anybody that you're thinking of that Recent, you've lived longer uh, than? Uh, that I've lived longer yeah, than Yeah, that that you wanna like uh you know, ridicule or uh Yeah, I guess there's a, a few. Anybody like Kurt Cobain Kurt is probably Cobain, younger uh, than you, yeah. Yeah. Um, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. All the, all the big music folks that have died at age 27. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. But it's usually the one. Usually the ones that are more, uh, more intriguing are the ones you can you can levy a little ridicule at. Um, <laughs> the one, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but um, the original, um, the original. Um, in the original show, why can't I think of the name now? I got the sun fl- coming in my face here. David Jansen, the uh, um, fugitive, and then uh, Harrison Ford did a movie years and years later. The David Jansen, the show from the 1960s, the fugitive, uh, based on a true story about a man who was accused of killing his wife, and he did not do it, uh, and they chased him, and they made a TV show out of it. David Jansen smoked himself to death. Walter Jerry Payton. Did you know Walter Payton's middle name was Jerry? Nope. Walter Payton, I loved those years when the Bears went to the Super Bowl uh, in the 1980s. That was, a, that was a dandy year. All the Packer fans were watching. That was a great team to watch, and we lost one game to Miami, poetically, um, who has the only undefeated season in professional football. They lost to Miami. The one game should have won it. What was that, 1984, Donald? Um, Jerry... Yeah. They won the 85. Super Walter Bowl. Jerry Payton, dead at 45 in 1999. He had some awful, I looked it up, now I forgot. He had some awful um, kidney disease or something, some kind of liver disease or kidney disease. It's horrible, I guess. This is a kind of a, a fluke um, disease. Uh, Ray Nitschke, my, one of my fans, or one of my fans, one of my favorite football players, Ray Nitschke, the old number 66 He's a fan of yours too. <laughs> Ray Nitschke is a fan of mine. Yeah. And Evan, he, when, if I get up there, he's going to choke the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> Ray Nitschke is missing some teeth. Do I get some kudos from you, Ray? Because I'm missing a tooth as well. Um, <laughs> Ray Nitschke, number 66 from the Packers, 
Green Bay Packers glory days. Dead at 61. He died in 1998 in Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken, just driving down the Green Bay Boulevard and um, had a heart attack or a stroke or something. Hunter S. Thompson, the famous uh, eclectic writer, gonzo writer, named himself gonzo writer, gonzo journalist, inserted himself in his stories. Uh, He died in Venice, Florida. Who did? Ray Nitschke. He died in Florida? Yeah. That shows what the daddy knows. (laughs) I thought, <laughs> I thought he died in Green Bay. Yeah. Anyway, Venice, Florida. Anyway, sorry. Well, sorry he, to burst the one her. the one thing that the one thing that's consistent here is he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's dead. true. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson's dead. He, I think, he blew his head off. Uh, why do all those writers blow their heads off? A couple of my favorites: Lenny <laughs> Bruce, former oh, a very weird comedian from the uh, the Beatnik era, dead at forty in nineteen sixty six. Uh, Jack Kerouac. Uh, Jack Kerouac was like a writer kind of guy, poet, dead at 47 in 1969. And, of course, this all uh, got rene- or, uh, reactivated all this. Uh, people that died, uh, daddy was outlived. Robin Williams, what a tragic, what a tragic story, the Robin Williams story. Is. Guy, guy, everybody's like, no way. They're like, hey, man, did you hear Robin Williams died? And then, what was the first reaction you heard? Everybody's like, no, come on, man, knock it off. Yeah, I, was, I was standing in line getting tickets to our shows at, in Vegas, and it popped up on my phone. I'm like, no. holy shit, yeah, Robin some, Williams died? Somebody's, somebody's sending out a, a, yeah. a bogus troll uh, text or tweet, you know. It's just not, you know, I was like, whoa, no way. Anyway, I guess, it was a, I guess he had a really tragic... Um, some really tragic struggles. On that happy note, we're just about ready to end our 50th show. But, um, and my favorite, the favorite person, one of my favorite people that I've lived longer than, Che Quivera. Che Quivera, dead at 39 in 1967. And Donald, I've ordered a, a Che Quivera t-shirt. You know, the famous parade revolutionary. Everybody's like, oh man, he was a commie. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a great shirt that the youngin puts out of Che Guevara wearing, wearing a Che Guevara <laughs> shirt or picture of Che Guevara wearing a t-shirt of Che Guevara wearing a picture on a t-shirt of Che Guevara. And I've ordered that, so that'll be... Daddy normally wears his shirt that says kitten thinks of murder all day, but I don't have that shirt on today. What am I wearing? I'm wearing my old dirty work shirt. Holy smokes, that was a rough day. Donald, <laughs> you got anything before we close out our 50th show? Cause I I'm, think we're good. I'm ready to shut her down. So um, You can find this podcast on daddioslunchbucket.com, daddioslunchbucket.com. It'll be up later tonight. You can re-listen to it over and over and over again, as well as the other 50, uh, the other 50 shows that we've done over the last year. And you can go to... Um, where am I at here? Where's my stuff? Donald? Oh, it's a blank page. Come on, Bill Gates. Oh, <laughs> let me end my show. Am I gonna? Are you gonna make me do this from heart? Um, yeah. Wow, Bill Gates. Anyway, DaddyOsLunchBucket.com. DaddyOsLunchBucket.com. You can get on that website and you can see all the um, podcasts. You can link, click to them, link on them, save them, um, edit them, make fun of them, do whatever you want. Uh, all brought to you by uh, Hey You Big Jerk Productions. Daddy O produces a couple other shows for other uh, Janesville Community Radio shows. Christ in the City with Ray Jewell on Thursday nights at 6. That's Thursday nights at 6. Christ in the City with Ray Jewell. Quietest guy in the room. 
quietest guy in the room with Jeff Hall on Sundays about noonish. And of course, with my longtime partner in crime and co-host, tech guy, research guy, producer, Donald, Daddio's Lunch Bucket Radio Clinic with Bob Keith, a.k.a. Daddio, and Donald, and Beanie the Piddling Kitty. Donald, with that in mind, and that's on Tuesdays at 3. Donald, when we that, get off work at time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if we get off our blue-collar jobs. Donald, please help me escape from our 50s show. All right, we are out of here. Thanks, Jeff, for having us. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye-bye. I just got to find a song to play now, huh? <laughs> see you on a Rashkins. Yeah. Here, uh, what do we always go out with? Here, oh, turkey and the straw. There we go. Goodbye. <laughs>